Hey everyone, what you're about to see is a conversation that I had with my friend Christina. We had a great talk today. I really hope you guys get a chance to listen to the entire thing. Uh, let me know what you guys think, you know, just give me a little comment, DM, any of that. I'm going to be linking all of her stuff down below as well. And with all that being said, enjoy. And hello everyone, welcome to another episode of People's Perspectives. I'm here with my lovely friend Christina. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some of the things going into 2020 and uh, or 2021 and what happened in 2020. I'm going to let Christina take this time to explain a little bit more about who she is and how we know each other. And uh, Christina, the floor is yours. Okay, awesome. Thanks for having me, Connor. Um, so glad to be a guest on your podcast. So yeah, how we know each other, known each other for a few years now uh, through my, I guess, fiance, I could call him now. There we go. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. That's super exciting. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so a little a bit about me. Where do I begin? There's so much to a person. Um, but a little bit about me just as a person. I am on a I would say a never ending journey of discovering myself about, um, you know, breaking barriers in culturally and, you know, just in society when it comes to mental health specifically, because I work in the mental health field. I am a therapist. Um, I'm currently in my master's of counseling psychology, and I'm also a um, a career coach. So I actually started doing some career coaching recently where um, it sounds like career coaching, but it's really a lot of mindset work, a lot of self-discovery work, self-discovering um, limiting beliefs, and yeah, pretty much all things that have to do with um, who we are as people and how we feel, how we move throughout life. And yeah, that's kind of a little bit about uh, what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, something uh, about trying to help people with their disconnects, maybe in their own lives or just like personal stuff in the past. I think that's absolutely awesome. Uh, I know moving forward, that's going to be super important. And I know mental health is like the stigma is kind of breaking down, which is really awesome. There's a lot more resources going into mental health, which I think is fantastic. I think, uh, and I'm sure you agree with me, that mental health is one of the biggest issues in terms of just like global issues, just things, negative things that are happening you know, yeah. either than like suicide or how it damages relationships, which is absolutely horrible. I mean, mental health is one of those things that puts people on, on one side. Maybe that's why we're so divided. Uh, as we saw through 2020, that was very prevalent. Um, a lot of people going one-sided, one-sided. I think it's going to be super important moving forward. And I, I think that's awesome. That's the industry that you're going in. I'm super yeah. stoked that I have a friend that's in that industry. And uh, I love the approach you're taking. You're taking more of like a holistics, um, like internal approach rather than let's take these external things such as like medications or maybe classes or stuff like that, that all these external things are suddenly going to change who we are internally, mm -hmm. which I always thought was a little bit far-fetched. Obviously, yeah. there's always a time and a place for, uh, for medication. Like sometimes there's just neurological differences in the brain that you need to yeah. fix or you know if you need to go into a course maybe for public speaking and mm -hmm. that's something totally understand but I greatly appreciate your more that's more natural more internal approach about how you do stuff and yeah. I think that's awesome yeah because it's like it's like exactly how you said like it, mental health is it's literally like the foundation of who we are as people and it doesn't just go for like you know when someone's ex experiencing some sort of extremes like how you said suicide or medication like mental health is something that um 
is here it's prevalent in everybody's life and everything that we do like the way we drive our car the way that we have conversations with friends with parents with co-workers the way we choose our careers like the way we choose our food in the grocery store it's all everything starts with you and everything starts with you know us as a society and that's how that ripple effect goes larger into the world and then we see these divides but we're all really the same and like yeah we all really have the same needs and the same wants and it comes down to very basic things that just have been so suppressed for such a long time and have had such like a taboo around them talking about mental health it's it's literally everyone has a brain so everyone whoever is conscious or not conscious even you you have mental health 100 percent I, I, I completely agree. And I I know moving uh, through 2020, like you had a really solid year of like self-improvement. Was there any, like any of those solid uh, foundational things that a lot of people miss out in your daily life that you incorporated that worked out well for you? Yeah, definitely. Like 2020 was such a, um, was such a shit show in in some regards of course and I I think it was for everybody but at the same time too I think it I think it highlighted a lot of our own um self-perspective just like are we seeing the glasses half full or half empty like it's it's completely yeah self-perspective was a huge one because um I think majority of our plans and you know all these things that we've been like working towards and expecting and we've been wanting to like reach these certain destinations a lot of things just got kind of uh put off and they still are being put off in in lots of regards so we had to kind of all had to like dig a little deeper to um I guess make meaning and and make the best out of things and kind of continue with progress even though progress is looking different and yeah I did have a lot of um I would say a lot of self-improvement too, but a lot of turmoils too, like a lot of discovering things that um, I didn't want to discover, I would say. And I think, yeah, those suppressed areas or we were kind of all forced to deal with, deal with it because it was just no option. It was like coming out for everybody. Um, And one of my biggest ones was dealing with um, uncertainty, like uncertainty definitely takes me out of my safety zone. There was mm-hmm. such time in my life where I think where I was like, um, you know, like a young teenager and I was kind of just living day by day, chilling, like cruising throughout life. And I think that um, I didn't really see anything wrong with it until I kind of got into my early twenties. And then I was like, okay, like, where's my progress? Where's my focus? I was feeling really lost. So I completely did like a flip the switch and started to really plan things and like really, really like I, that's where I was feeling more confident when I was like gaining control of all these areas of my life. And then 2020 happened and all that control got thrown out the window. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so kind of navigating through that was really challenging for me. Um, but I think, it, I think again, like it taught me so many great things and it kind of, uh, when we put that control on ourselves, what I found was I was limiting myself to things had to uh, play out a certain way or I had to get to a certain destination through these certain steps. And like, that's just not life. So I think uh, it was a hard pill to swallow, but it was definitely needed. And I think it will be of benefit like going forward, just being more more flexible in, um, in the journey, I guess. A hundred percent. I think, you know, like flexibility and adaptability to situations, especially nowadays when things change super quick, like we, 
like it sounds kind of cliche but we went from like no internet for thousands thousands of years to holy crap like super slow whatever internet so we have 5g in like 15 years like yeah. a ridiculous adaptability and then it comes to the fact that i think sometimes people forget that failure is a huge part of success oh yeah and that the most successful people fail majority of the times so and i pretty much guarantee you majority except for like e-commerce and instagram influencers and stuff like that their plans originally of 2020 failed through the year because you know you can't do certain stuff uh obviously the pandemic was going on so i think that adaptability is super crucial but um mm-hmm. the the ability to deal with failure and deal with rejection and you know you might get rejected from a job or you might have dedicated a year into this project and it just fell flat because of the pandemic and whatever happened and the ability to deal with failure how crucial do you think that's going to be for kind of the younger generation who maybe is a little bit used to stuff happening right away maybe even though they don't deserve it at some situations although there are a lot of young people that work super hard mm-hmm. there might be a sense of um you know like laziness or slight timidness to failure and i just want to curious on your perspective on that yeah, I actually love this topic. It's like one of my favorite things. This is why kind of hence where I started getting into that career coaching aspect, because um, I think people's mindset towards um, like money or goals and things are so jagged now because of all the things that we see, like you said, like social media and all these like outside influences that we have where um, people are just sharing their like highlight reels of success and what that looks like. Um, but they don't share the struggle as often. However, there, there mm-hmm. are starting to be a lot of people who are, and I really, really appreciate that. And, um, and exactly how you said, like success, like we all have this like definition relationship with what, what failure looks like for most people, I would say like 95% of people, it's like a negative thing. Like they look mm-hmm. at failure as it's so negative. Um, it means they're not competent and, or they're not able to do something. That's what they define it for themselves, but people just neglect, I guess, the lessons or like the um, beauty and failure. We learn so much more from failing at things than we do from just getting things right the first time. Like there's so much more knowledge or depth or wisdom in having to really try hard for something. Um, And like they say, nothing worth having is uh, comes easy and I know that again mm-hmm. it's a big quote but it's it's facts it's just big facts it's so true huge um, facts. Uh, yeah huge facts and I think that exactly how you said like the the younger generation I think we have they have such thing such instant gratification and I want to talk about the danger of instant gratification is it takes away the longevity of working hard or having bigger goals like so now I find so many people are uh, looking for like a quick quick fix whatever it comes to like relationship or like and when it comes to like um even money like they they make their goals based off what can how fast will this will this be like how long will I have to work at this when will I see the result and the thing is that that's the problem is people are so focused on the on the result and it can't be the result because that's not what's going to take you through um push you through those hard times like you can't be you can't be going to work for a paycheck and i know that so many people are gonna um feel a certain type of way about that but it's yep. true. like that will only take you so far and even working with clients my the biggest thing i see is burnout and the people the reason why people are burnt out is because they have no 
purpose or passion in their career besides a paycheck or like putting food on their table. And I know that's huge and important and we can't minimize that, but there has to be more to it than this instant gratification piece. Like you can't just want to look a certain way or have certain things. They're never gonna keep you fulfilled. And I'm actually doing my, um, my thesis for my master's on the correlation of passion, grit, and success because- Nice. Yeah, the thing I like, yeah, I love it too. And the thing we think about, like, I know this is such a huge figure. Like I always think about, I always use Kobe Bryant. Like I, he, one thing about him is he was never focused on, um, on getting this material outcome or getting this pay. He showed up day and day and day out after failing, after, you know, um, losing after tough, after being injured, but he had a bigger purpose. Like his purpose was his love for the game and for showing people that hard work um, is what it takes. And that's really what it is. Hard work is what it takes. And any successful person, you'll find one common thing is that they come back after they fail. And that's what separates them from everybody else. I, I agree. And I, I didn't know if you actually knew this, but Kobe Bryant's like my like my idol in terms of like work ethic and just like yeah he's actually like the reason why I got like super competitive into like sports as a kid and like he's actually like my huge thing Uh, because like like you said like he didn't care about the outcome he said like I'm gonna work harder than everybody else so the only reason why I'm gonna fail at something is because either they're more talented than me or it's just bad luck. One of those things can't happen, but you can't plan for either of those because you can kind of only control what you do. But I like completely agree that, you know, like work ethic, purpose, grit, all that's super important. Like let's, uh, some people might disagree, but let's be honest. Like the world is in the best place now that it's ever been at in terms of like what we know about health, um, exposing maybe things that systematically aren't great. Like, yes, there's still improvements and there's still divide, but the, the world's at the best, like it's better now than it was in the eighties and it's better now than it was in the twenties. For sure. And, but why is mental health on the rise? Yeah. So, so true. Like mental health's on the rise. We have a lot of great opportunities. Like there's a lot of like nice houses and there's a lot of like foundations put into great work. Yeah. There's a lot of room to improve, but mental health is on the rise. Suicide's on the rise. Uh, divorce is on the rise mm-hmm. everything is um everything's kind of deter- deteriorating a little bit and personally I think a bit of that's you know people have lost the passion for stuff um like when I was talking to uh one of my uh, grandparents the other day and I had a great grandmother who lived to 107 and one of the reasons why we think that she lived so long is because you know she was she was always doing stuff like she was always doing bridge she was always going out meetings she was always going out and doing stuff like literally up until like 105 years old and she had like such this like spunky personality and she was like she was honestly like the best lady like I love her and um but it was one of those things that like she saw her friends die around them or die around her because uh they just gave up or there just wasn't anything they were striving for and like obviously that's going to happen at you know 80 90 years old but you see it happening now at 20 30 40 people just giving up and just not having a passion and purpose and um it's like one of the that's one of the things that drives us as a human being because if we're not trying to go anywhere what's what's the point of traveling it drives our motivation like to the fullest right like our Mm -hmm. motivation is, is purely based something has to be there to motivate us like we don't just wake up 
and um you know have nothing planned or nothing to do or or whether it's like simple things like your 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 child or your your parent you want to help your parent out like the littlest things like even people will be they are subconsciously motivated by the smallest factors like having a cup of coffee like that's what gets them out of bed like things like that yeah and it's so true but when we look at like life as a whole the motivation has to be something bigger than ourselves a hundred percent i think like i think that's super important uh, I think obviously you want to like focus on yourself in terms of building a good foundation. And once you're in check and solid um, branch out, cause you it, just like they say on the planes, don't help anybody else before you've helped yourself, which I yeah. think is super crucial. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's bigger than yourself. It's what are you doing? Are you trying to make an impact on other people? Are you trying to make an impact that's going to last generations? Yeah. Are you trying to make an impact that's going to enhance and add value to other people's lives? Mm-hmm. I think uh, when we start, when we start branching away from, what am I going to do versus Mm -hmm. what can I do for you or what can I do for somebody else? Yeah. I mean, like who doesn't like, who's not happy doing something nice for somebody else. Exactly. And like that, exactly that. And, you know, I just want to also point out too, like I, I feel sometimes when I have this conversation with like friends or family, they are kind of like, Oh, it's easier for you to feel like that. You work in the mental health field, you know, Mm -hmm. of course you're feeling like you do things for other people, but I think it can, no, not that I think I know it can happen for anybody. Like for example, um, you know, okay. So I'll take corn for example. So he is like a builder, right. And you know, like people might wonder, okay, like what, what, like, of course you're bringing joy by building someone a home, but at the end of the day, his purpose is not, um, like it's not solely that he wants to build homes and make money. His goal one day is he wants to like save up enough money where he can open like a hockey arena for kids who can't afford to play hockey. Like that's his dream. And this is how he's getting there. But his goal is not necessarily um, his career is what's going to like take him there. But his purpose behind wanting to be successful in his career is so much larger than himself. And I think that, you know, we can do this in like any field, you can be, um, you could be anything in the world, but like, you, you still can have a larger drive behind it It doesn't have to be their drive doesn't have to be like, what you're necessarily doing in those hours about work, like, and that's where that piece of also the younger generation, like they, they do the basics and they like cover, um, and not just the younger generation, a lot of people, they cover just their like, okay, I went to work today, I made the money, I came home. I, but then they don't come home and like, and like do something that drives them, you know? And that's where people are just 100%. so like distracted and they just like watch Netflix, which is great, like do that later. But like, yeah. don't forget to work on yourself, you know? Oh, 100%. And uh, I heard this quote, I forget, uh, I heard it a while ago, I forget who said it, but it's uh, it, the quote went kind of like, it's sad when you go and work for somebody else's dream for eight hours and come home and don't even spend a minute on yours. And uh, that's not saying like you have to grind out sleepless nights and like do stuff. Obviously there's situations, but take some time, figure out kind of like a little bit more who you are, like maybe where there's like a disconnect. Nobody's going to be perfect. Everybody's fucked up in their own ways. Let's be completely honest. And um, like, I think if people just made like subtle changes to their daily routine, on like just a consistent basis that's not you have to go from you work netflix sleep to wake up in the morning gym work 
and then go home and work on your stuff for like four hours and get five hours like you don't no. need to do that it's it's like no. the little subtle changes you know like yeah five minutes eat. exactly five minutes five minutes either like educate yourself or just like work towards something and if write you want to journal like right ask yourself one interesting question in a day to get to know yourself more it takes oh i like that five minutes yeah i like that one yeah so moving with um kind of like the routine of everybody Mm-hmm. if there was like one comment you could give from your experience of talking with people what's that thing that on a daily basis people could improve on um that's going to build on to other things so like kind of like health or maybe reading or like whatever you think or it can be more than one but whatever you think is like super important yeah in that so area i think there's one that i feel um i've noticed has shown up for every every single one of my clients and every, and every single one of um, my loved ones, myself. And I think that this is such a good way to put it because it goes so beyond just this one word or just this one act. So I think reflecting is the Mm -hmm. biggest thing that you can ever do for yourself, whatever, um, whatever situation you're facing, whatever you're feeling, if you're feeling great, even, I think it's still so important to reflect because I, the, the thing with reflecting is, it gives us a deeper understanding um, to what's really going on. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it peels back that layer kind of that we don't really get to. And I do love, I, and the reason why I say reflecting over things, like I, you know, I think reading books and things are so important as well. But if you could pick one thing a day that you could do, um, like very minimal time, effort, even in your head, but really, really reflect, I think on just anything like, it can be so basic, like, okay, today I was happy, like, what made me happy? It could be, okay, that conversation I had with Connor, why did that make me happy? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I felt like I learned something from it, or I felt like I was able to uh, give something back. And just with those little pieces of reflection, uh, we discover so much. And I think that um, without any, like, we can read all the books, we can have all the talks, we can listen to all the podcasts, but if we don't really sit back and, and think about what they mean to us as an individual, um, we're not really, t- we're just also still living for everybody else and taking everyone else's, like, we need to know our perspective and our, where we stand and how things influence us, because you and I can listen to the exact same conversation and you can take away some things, but I'll take away some different things. Um, reflection is what, um, builds our perspective. Perspective is everything. I think, you know, what I think about perspective, I think perspective is like super, super important. And like, I, I love what you said there that, um, uh, like when people, they, they kind of, they can think two different perspectives, but it can still kind of be in the positive light. And I think like nowadays, like, just like with the division, it's kind of like you're one way or the other way. And like, it's like, no, it's like, you can take a little bit from this, like a little bit from that. And yeah, you can agree to disagree. Like nothing would have really changed if people didn't disagree. Like we'd still be in little huts if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And like, I think perspective's like super, super important. Mm -hmm. Um, Like why are people saying what they're saying? Like I use the example when I talk to my friends with like what's going down in the States, like, you know, you have your Republicans and Democrats and, you know, people like completely support Trump and some people completely don't. It's like, okay, well, well, why? People probably support Trump because they feel disconnected from the mainstream of economics, the mainstream of government. And then people might really not like Trump because of maybe something he said or just kind of like 
the, por- yeah. the person who he is or the morals that he projects mm-hmm. and nobody's right nobody's wrong it's no. it's their perspective and it's the ability exactly. to understand that people might think differently yeah. and that's okay you don't it doesn't if some if you hate trump and somebody loves trump that yeah. person shouldn't piss you off yeah like, exactly. that's just a difference which is fine mm-hmm. people have such an emotional like reaction okay mm-hmm. and another thing too when we talk, come to um exactly how you say that piss, that shouldn't piss you off it's because people without reflecting people are just reacting like they're just reacting to like everything and ev- everything like they hear one thing and like and you hear one thing and then you and people don't even pause to like okay let me try to put this into context or let me try to see this other person's view like that capacity is like going down and down and down and it's getting so um bad where like people are just yeah they're so divided and they're just so like like they don't even grasp that okay maybe um maybe this person grew up like with you know and maybe this person grew up in I don't know in some sort of religion where they were um completely dismissed and they're you know that's why they're such an extreme on the other side like you you never know people's stories and then one thing too is that I think people just think that people act out of stupidity or oh that person's just stupid they don't know this or are there or whatever it may be like they don't they they think they're lacking something like you know there's something wrong with them but really nobody just reacts like people acts a certain way or reacts a certain way um based off nothing like everything is driven by something and it goes back to that motivation piece that we talked about but there's so many subconscious um underlying reasons why people feel a certain way towards something and i think everyone deserves to have their underlying reasons um be valued because they are valued their experiences through like we're not we're not here to judge um people's choices or people's perspectives based on our own because we don't mm-hmm. know theirs like we have that thing you are we are nobody to say something about um how another person views things exactly we we, we don't have context we might have five minutes worth of context yeah of of why they feel the way that they do which is nothing I, which is nothing in comparison of like how somebody's life and how they dictate themselves and yeah it's Even yeah. Too. like we think yeah. I, I could think that, okay, like I, even my siblings, like I could totally think like, I understand where they're coming from. Like they're my siblings. I grew up with them. I see how they're, how they live. But at the end of the day, I still don't know. Like, I don't know really what yeah. they're going through at the end of the day. Which, which is completely true. And like, this is, on, that's honestly like kind of why I wanted to do something like this is like, just like talk to people, like I'm biased, like give your perspectives, like, uh, like tell me a little bit more about why you feel like the way that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, important, not saying that I'm doing something super important, but I think more people should move in that direction of, because you see a lot of stuff on the news and it's completely one way. And then if, totally. that, if that person's already got that idea and that's all they look at, I mean, if all you look at is something's bad, 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 or something's super good, 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 that's, that's all you're going to think. And it's the ability to, you know, maybe like look at one perspective and be like, okay, I disagree, but I understand it. And then you can look at your perspective and be like, this is how I feel. And this is why I understand it. There's always common ground somewhere. And it's always that conversation of, okay, like how, like, where is the common ground? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, if we, if people actually like sat down, like chilled out, like 20%, yeah. just like 
chilled out a little bit and yeah. just like started at the foundations and didn't get into the nitty-gritty details about stuff ever a majority of people would disagree or majority of people would agree agree they would agree and that's that's where that this is one thing i've noticed too like i'll have clients or and people in my life i always like to like you know even though i stay clients i have i have the exact same experiences with my friends myself my family everybody so just people in general really um we all have this like whether we're going i'll, I'll see them come in and have so many different um you know, they're, they're coming in for complete different reasons. Like some are for relationships, some are for like job burnout, some are for like parents, um, some are just completely coming in for themselves. But there's one common thing that everybody has. We all have the same needs. We have the mm -hmm. same basic needs. Anything we do, any way we feel, any way we react, um, any parts of our personalities are, are to serve our needs. And this is like embedded in childhood. And it's, it's just a fact of who we are. Like we do things to, just to, um, they serve a certain part of ourselves and our needs are to be loved. Everyone wants that. That's yep. a fact. Even that guy who comes in and acts like, you know, he wants to be a bachelor forever. He has a need to be loved, whether, you know, and everyone gets it in different ways. Maybe you yep. don't get it through a relationship, which is hundred percent fine, but your need to be loved is going to manifest out in other ways of your life. We have a need to feel important. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to feel important. We have a need to uh, want to feel seen and heard. That's like a fact. Everyone wants to feel seen and heard. Even the introverts who don't want to speak out on their opinions, they still want to feel heard. Yeah. Um, and everyone has a need to, um, to, yeah, to feel like they belong. And those are, that's it. That's all it really is. Like those people who are like on the Republican side extreme and the people who are on the Democratic side. If you ask them, like, if you really got down to, to where, uh, why they feel a certain way or why they feel so strongly about certain things, it's serving one of those needs. And I can like promise you that. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I like, like, obviously like that, that's exactly it. Like everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be important. Everybody like wants love. Mm -hmm. And a majority of the time, when you look at something like that's a super extreme case, like you're, you're extreme on one side or you're extreme on one issue, it usually derives from something, a huge some kind of disconnect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A huge, and when people feel like the people who are very like close, not close, yeah, well, close-minded to seeing the opposite side, it's be mm -hmm. usually because they have such a um, such a need that's not met in such a great re respect where they're feeling like they need to like foster that opinion or that belief so hard and they have to like shelter it in order to keep that need safe. Like they feel like if they mm -hmm. even open their mind or, or open their heart to like a little bit of the other side they're running a risk of like losing that need to be covered that's it just comes back to survival like it comes it, back it to does. like yeah that's all it really is like and people focus on things like money to get those needs met or materialistic but i can like again promise you with give that give that seventy thousand dollars in your bank account um six months it's gonna feel normal to you now because it's gonna become the norm exactly for your needs somewhere else until you really get true with yourself about what that need looks like exactly like there's tons of billionaires that are depressed and unhappy tons, yeah. and then it's like they got a lot of power and uh one thing that kind of was brought to my attention i think it's like super important to get into is like how, how are you raised like 100%. as as kids like not saying that any parents bad like bad per se because you know parenting is a very important job um it's there's no manual for it essentially uh 
maybe some strategies are better than others but i mean like if people are saying like oh like this younger generation is is lazy or self-conscious or selfish or whatever okay we didn't raise ourselves nope like we didn't we didn't raise ourselves to get to these positions you and i are both in our 20s so it's our responsibility to be who we are now like it's our responsibility to say okay i'm not a kid anymore i'm not like I'm still somebody's son, but I'm not somebody's son who's molding me. Like I'm my own person. It's not responsible for us. Exactly. Yeah. But like, it's. Do you think uh, the parenting strategies are maybe the parent parents just like not caring as much, or maybe not being as prepared for parenting as they were earlier on in life? How do you think that's affected kids yeah, moving forward? Yeah, I think it's huge because also like I just want to um, point out the fact that like from the time that we were kids to now like shit has changed a lot so much um so much it's kind of it's a little scary I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about that it's kind of scary because nowadays there's so much out there raising your children ex- besides what's learned in the household like yep. you know, so true so true right I was actually talking to like um a client about this I was like you know like you're thinking that like you know she's like so has all these like um re- like ways she wants to raise her kids and like she's very fixated and I'm just like yeah look you know you, you can do all that like don't get me wrong but there's still a chance your kid's gonna turn fucked up like that's just a fact you don't have to there's control and you never did really um but I think that another thing is I think it can go like very both ways like I think that um mm-hmm. parenting style first of all plays a huge role and that's for sure um always going to be there like I used to not think that I even used to not think that it did play such a big role and it's funny because I come from like a psychology background and like all they talk about is childhood development for a large number of, of it right and you're just like shut up like I'm not even the same person who I was as a child but I, I find if you really go back to anything that struggle you're struggling with or you're feeling fixated or stuck on uh it usually is coming from one of those needs not being met and that's because we we learn to um have those needs met a certain way as a child right mm-hmm. and it, it whether it comes from like the eldest sibling who kind of looks out for everybody else um 30 years later she might realize that she's like a pushover at work or, or you know she's scared to say something to her boss and she's never gonna think it comes to do with childhood because she had a good childhood yep. but it comes back from that little tiny correlation but at the same time too like I think everyone needs to find that right balance of okay yeah my circumstances have happened they've affected me I need to reflect on how they affect me, but I'm going to be the conscious person who chooses how I'm going to let it affect me going forward now that I'm aware. And that's our responsibility. Like there's just three simple things, awareness of how, how it impacted us, awareness, how it's impacting me now. And my choice moving forward is my choice. And you've got to take responsibility for that. And there's just no, um, like we, I know people who grew up in like very stable households who are like, in jail now and I know yep. people who grew up in households where their parents were in jail who are very stable people now and that's because they made that conscious effort or they didn't exactly I I think that's so true I think a lot of people put blame on other people where it's yeah. like you you might be able to but every there's always somebody that has a bigger excuse always always like there's always a like there's there's one person in this world that gets to complain and that's the person at the bottom and I guarantee you anybody like listening to this is, is not that person 
yeah, because you know you most likely have like internet at a house and stuff like that it's okay to be upset and it's okay yeah. to think of like negative stuff happening and that's where it's like you said like we, we reflect and okay why is this happening understanding of like why the issue is happening and that's it's, it's easier said than done it's sometimes oh, yeah. it's extremely so hard but yeah. it's we're our own people like we need yeah. to take responsibility yeah and it's like actions exactly and it's like either you decide to do it now or you're gonna be and this is what one of the biggest reasons why I got into this field too and what scared the shit out of me as well as a person <laughs> why like I like like to self-discover is either you do it now or you wait until you're 60 and or you're 70 and you're bored as hell and you're sitting there one day or your your life is literally passed before you and you're like holy fuck I did nothing that I wanted to do or like I, I don't even know what I like or who I am and yeah. you're not you're gonna feel and I think so many people are left feeling um like you know in their older ages they don't know themselves like they don't know and that's where it comes into like um exactly what you said about your great grandma like she knew things that made her happy like the littlest things whether it was like you know you said yeah. she did those little things but she knew that that's what made her happy and like she could have grabbed one of her friends and made them do it too but that might not like your your grandma took the time to figure that out your great grandma sorry took the time 100%. to figure that out right and and that's what she gets like at the end of the day that is her like your life is is at the end of the day life is is short but it's or life is long, but it's not, yeah. but it's really not like it's, it, it's, we never know. And I think it's one of my biggest fears personally was to be that like old person who's like miserable because I just, I just see all the options we have now and all the opportunity and like, don't get me wrong. I also did, I grew up in a pretty like, um, like a little bit of a rougher household than like most people around me. But at the same time, like I, I saw that my parents didn't have um, as much freedom to like explore themselves. Like they taught these topics weren't even a topic. Like the word yeah. mental health is barely uttered. And I'm just like, how stupid can I be to like, just ignore that forever and just sit back and, and just do the same thing. Like I can't do that to myself. I, I, I agree. And I, I think it's so much easier to, to try. You, you don't need to figure it out, but it's so much easier to try to figure it out in your twenties than try to figure out in your fifties. Like life's an ongoing journey. And like, if you find out like what you want to do in your passion before 30, like you are super lucky. You're so lucky. Like you're so lucky, mm -hmm. but it's, it's the attempt to like, at least try and like realizing that you might have this issue that affects you and you might have to like understand that you're not going to be able to do certain things like mm -hmm. i think we both understand that you and i are not going to be like nfl players yeah. i think we can both understand that and then it also comes into kids and uh schools like elementary school and high school where teaching. where they might have like a little bit of an attention disability yeah. people call it a, a disability but i just think it's your brain's just wired differently yeah. and then they get thrown on drugs. They're, they're on drugs for 20 years. Their creativity, which I think is great. I think everybody should have a lot of creativity 100%. suppressed their happiness. And then they're, they're just feeding into somebody else's perspective of what they should do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We live in like this. It's like the problem with the whole, um, like I straight up call it the rat race. Like we live in a rat race. It's yep. like, we're all like told and you know, at the end of the day too, like, we got to think too, like, why are so many people wanting to control us? Like, why are, like, you know, like, what is the, because it becomes like a little, um, 
we become limitless when we like control ourselves and our our choices on the our you know our thoughts like we we do become limitless and the thing is too I like how you said the word um try because exactly that like the the self-discovery piece comes in the trying like you don't Mm. you can't just go from like here to like the end of the the journey or whatever you're not gonna like you're not gonna discover yourself the discovering comes from like failure it comes from um from from trying something and not liking it like I think that's important and it goes like it's even the same with like dating like I think that so many people it's just such a great analogy I always like to use the dating analogy because what are you gonna do date the first person and then stick with them forever because it's safe and like it's safe like no you need to go out and experiment and you need to find like what you like and the more options you've had or the more people you've talked to even just not in a dating regard just in general um the more you discover about what you like who you like to be around who you don't like to be around who rubs you the wrong way or whatever it may be like you you discover from trying like you need to it's a statistically proven thing like the more times that you have done something the more opportunity for um getting better at it I agree and it's like it comes into the analogy of you you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take and it's uh I like that what he said like with the date and the the more people that you don't even date but it's just just go up to the person and talk to them yeah like you know you might have this like super big crush that you think is like super cool and you might go have a conversation with them or they, and they might be like horrible yeah or there might be this person that you would have never have thought about and then you go up to the person you might not you guys might actually have like a super cool connection totally. and it yeah. just comes into trying and like it's the trying, it's the failures and the figuring stuff out that builds confidence. Like, I think confidence is like a huge thing. Like ego cockiness is something different than than confidence, but it's just knowing that, you know, like I'm, I'm confident with whatever happens. I'm not confident that I'm going to particularly win or particularly do well, but it's, I know at the end of the day, this isn't like, I'm, I'm still going to be good. Like I'm chilling. It doesn't define me. Like it's just an experience that I'm going through. And it's exactly that. Like the reason why we need to expose ourselves to like different views, different people, different things, try creative outlets and things like that is because it's, it's exactly like, we don't know how much we love the sunshine unless we feel the rain. Mm -hmm. We don't know. You never know. And you know, one thing too, like I also want to share as I feel just hit me so hard one day and I, I I love this. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you know Brene Brown, but I'll she's like this social woman. I don't know. She's like a she has a PhD, she's very smart, but she okay. um talks about how she basically pointed out the fact that, you know, she grew up in a very like not vulnerable um household. So, you know, comes with vulnerability, comes like fear to fail. So, you know, she was really scared to fail and she was like always had to have her everything in order kind of thing. Then she talked about, you know, now she's like working in the field of debunking all of that because it's bullshit. And then she talked yeah. about how um our capacity to feel um love say if we only want to ever love something or anything or anyone at a level five instead of a 10 because you know obviously if we love it at a level 10 then we have more um more chance of being hurt right because we put mm-hmm. more into it. same with goals right we if, we if we have a hope up to a level 10 we have more chance of being hurt because you know but if we only care to a level five then we're kind of oh it's not going to affect me if it doesn't work out yeah. but with that we only have the ability if we keep our ability there, we only have the ability to also feel happiness at a level five. Yeah. That's if we're not open to feeling failure at a level 10 or sadness at a level 10, 
then we're not able to feel happiness at a level 10. Exactly. Like, like we set up our own boundaries. I think that that that's very important. Actually, if you, uh, I've never heard that before. I'm sorry. That's actually really cool. It was I love that. Really cool. I got, I'll send you the link to it after. But yeah, she said it so simply. If you're only open to feeling um, sadness at a level five, then just know you're limiting your happiness to a level five forever. That's true. I, I think that's, I think that's really cool. I think it's the limitations you put on yourself are probably the biggest limitations ever that get put on people. Uh-huh. That's awesome. All right, I got I got one more I got one more topic to get into because I know we've been talking for like an hour and it's, okay. this has honestly been like a great conversation. I I love this, but um I I always like to tie in uh, fitness physical activity. Twenty twenty, everybody's been locked in to their houses. Majority of gyms have been closed. Um, how important do you think that's been going through twenty twenty? And how important do you think just general general happiness all that is physical activity? Not particularly a gym, but you know a walk if you go paddleboarding whatever yeah i think it's you know me (laughs) on a personal level too and i know that you uh also think this but it's changed my life um in every single way like my mental health wouldn't even be um close to where it is now and it's not perfect at all but um fitness and just physical activity has like changed my freaking life like i can't even explain and it's it and you know I I felt it from a personal level and then I actually started to like look into like the research behind it and and the statistics behind it and honestly it is the best gift you can give yourself 20 minutes a day like it can be anything literally move your body like we we act like our minds and our everything is so separate it's from our body no like we are literally a physical being and if we don't honor and pay attention to our physical being everything else is going to dwindled down and it goes to like with food too you know and it's not a like an all in or nothing thing i agree Mo- moderation moder everything Huge moderation guy so important like honestly everything in balance you don't want to ever put that stress on yourself where you gotta like you know um you know you want to like have fun with it but i think it's so important too like if we talk about it from like a chemical perspective our endorphins need to be released like they need to be released they're part of our endorphins play off our serotonin which is like our happy chemical uh on so many levels like we they go hand in hand and you know one time i heard somebody say um somebody said in my classroom in my undergrad like she said and she talked about the biology of the brain she was like you know I'll put it as simple as this put anybody um in a darker room with the blind shot you know not going outside for like five six days um with like crappy food I can guarantee you it can be like the world's greatest athlete you do that to them for for five days straight I guarantee you their dopamine will drop, their serotonin will drop, everything will drop. It's not a circumstantial thing. It's like literally, uh, but it's like, a, it's like a fact of who we are. Like we all need that um, to be optimally like performing in any other aspect. And just to feel good, like you need to feel good about yourself. Uh, you need to feel confident in your ability. And the more and more you like put it off and just kind of like ignore um, how important physical activity is, the harder it may seem. But honestly, like to anyone listening to this, just start like literally put on music in your room and dance, like do anything that you just, yeah, we all need it. It's like, there's not one person. It's not a, 
it's not a, um, a subjective matter. It's an objective as a whole. Everybody mm-hmm. needs it. It's like, whether we want to look at it through like a spiritual lens, a psychology lens, a, a scientific lens, um, a physiological lens, it all says the same thing. We need it. It's important. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's people think that they have to go from nothing to an hour and a half instantly and it's that's all that's usually when it it fails and same with diets they have to go from part of my language but a shitty diet to you know rice chicken blah blah like no like moderation maybe over time maybe over the course of like a year or two you can do that but it's moderation just get up uh get moving i think that's super important christina thank you so much for joining me today it was so great to talk to you um i'm gonna be linking all of her stuff down below uh on the youtube channel and if you guys want to reach out to her she's a great person to talk to uh do you have any last words or anything you want to say um no last words all i want to say is yeah my uh dms are always open for anyone who wants to chat anyone who wants to um yeah just have a conversation or need some support or any resources or anything like that and another thing i want to say too is there's no difference between any of us we all are capable we all have um the options and i just really encourage you to start choosing yourself yeah i i couldn't agree more it's just that starting you just you just have to start and then yeah. just consistently do it well <laughs> thank you so much for joining me um everyone i'll link down all her stuff um i'll link down some other stuff as well but other than that we're all done here thank you everybody for listening in and uh we'll catch you next time